I like to be a lifelong learner. So just because I've done something for 10 years doesn't mean I'm not learning something new every day in that, you know, and, and you have to be open to that and then apply it to all the different facets of your life. Your network is your net worth. Come listen to some of the most successful people I know. Share invaluable knowledge, stories, and advice in real estate, business, and beyond. This is Weiss Advice. Whether you want to take your business or personal life to the next level, look no further. Welcome back to Weiss Advice. I am your host, Yona Weiss, and it's a beautiful day. Here with Gary Lipsky. Gary, you just got back from a nice vacation. Not vacation, but yeah, a little little break, checking out the wilderness. How you doing? Good, good. Yeah, a little, a little tired. We did uh, quite a lot of hiking with my girls, but I had a great bonding experience with them and got them to really appreciate being outdoors. And hopefully that becomes a lifelong skill for them. So sure. excited, excited to get back and, you know, jump right in. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, some of the best experiences I had in my, in my youth and teenage years was just going outdoors into the mountains, hiking. And it, it's stuck with me. Something I love to give over to my kids and, and spend time with them while, as well doing that. So that's awesome. A little bit about Gary, guys, just to give a little bit of context. I always like to give a little context, right? Gary Lipsky, he's a multifamily syndicator. So he's in the syndication business, multifamily, he's focused in Arizona. So we're talking Tucson, Phoenix, major markets over there. He's partnered together in the APT, the apartment, I guess, uh, apt capital group in which they solely, you know, are focused on their investors, the communities that they, that they buy, have full transparency with their whole, you know, all through the entire structure. So that's pretty cool. He's also the host of a popular podcast called Asset Management Fridays, quick tips. You can check out little different topics, tidbits on uh, how to run your properties. So we're also going to talk about a little bit. He's, he's having an upcoming asset management summit, okay? A virtual summit coming up in, in the fall. So we'll get into that a little bit too also. So Gary, what's all this focus about asset management? Like what, what like I said, you know, it's just, it's a theme. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of courses out there that teach you how to get your first deal, you know, get going, boom. And, and, and those are great. But what happens after you get that deal? And not a lot of people are, are talking about that. And that, that's a skill. You know, if, you, if you've run a business before, you're going to be more apt to be good at that. Uh, and that, that's where my experience come from. I've been running businesses, you know, for 30 plus years, even while I was in college. So it was a natural progression for me when I got into real estate full time to find, when I found multifamily, it was like running a business itself and not like a mom and pop if you're doing like a four unit or an eight unit. So, you know, that is where my strength lies in asset management. It's, a, it's attention to detail. It's building that team of experts because I can't be an expert in, in, in everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think it's so important. There's so many people that are like so excited to get into multifamily and excited to get into investing. And then, you know, maybe they get a property and then they're like, well, now what? Right. But obviously you have to build those teams ahead of time. And obviously you're part of a team, right? So you have team members that focus on, on different things. And because of your background in, in running businesses, that asset management component is fit like a glove, right? Now, what yeah, kind of absolutely. businesses did you run beforehand? 
just out of curiosity. So, um, during college, I started a restaurant delivery service with my college roommate. So that was like the DoorDash back then, you know, and we ran that in uh, Fort Lee, New Jersey. Then I co-produced a few films. I love the creative and the business side of things. Then when I, when I moved out to uh, Los, uh, Los Angeles permanently, I, I started a outdoor ed leadership development and, and after school program. Oh, cool. I was running it for quite a while. We grew it to, to service 9,000 kids daily and over 700 uh, employees. But, you know, for me, I've been, I wanted to get into real estate full time. I've been running it for a long time. I built up a really good team. They no longer needed me. So mm-hmm. that's when I looked to exit. And then I, I was investing in, in some multifamily and I was able to really educate myself more and, and start doing it on my own. Awesome. That's incredible. And it just goes to show you, you know, you don't have to like to our listeners here, whatever skills that you have and everyone has skills, okay? it doesn't matter what you are. You can find that and reapply it to something else that, you know, that makes you more happy. You know, find another job or especially if it's, we're talking about real estate investing, which produces, you know, long-term wealth, it produces cash flow, especially if you're investing in multifamily properties. You can use those skills and kind of repurpose them to do something that, you know, will give you more fulfillment. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a bit, I like uh, Jesse Itzler and he talks about, I forget what he called it, like life, um, you're like you're, you're just building on these life experiences and you, and you take it and it is transferable, like you said, because, you know, every, every day uh, I, like, I like to be a lifelong learner. So just because I've done something for 10 years doesn't mean I'm not learning something new every day in that, you know, and, and you have to be open to that and then apply it to all the different facets of your life. Absolutely. So what do you do? Uh, I mean, obviously you took the kids out to, to Zion National Park. It's beautiful, beautiful out there. What else do you like to do to kind of relax when you're not on the apartment search and managing all your properties? I moved down to Manhattan Beach about nine years ago, and I'd never played beach volleyball in my life, but I saw people working out on the beach. I'm like, wow, that looks, looks like fun. So I started <laughs> taking lessons and started you know, meeting other people when we started playing games. So I do that religiously now twice a week when I can, when I'm in town. And I, I love that. It's a, it's a great workout, you know, hanging out with friends, being, you know, near the water. Love doing that. Uh, hiking, obviously. And uh, just spending time with my family, you know, and friends. Absolutely. Yeah, that's beautiful. Sports, you know, athletics is important. Keep you, keep you, also keep you healthy right? You're getting uh, the exercise in there. So I want to kind of switch back to what we were talking about asset management before. There's so many assets to that. And so someone who doesn't even know, like, what's asset management? Like, what does that mean? And I'm sure there are people listening to this and are like, duh, Yona, we know what asset management is. But for someone who doesn't know, like, what does that mean to you? Like, what do you see asset management? And do you have like systems that kind of make it to be that it is? Yeah, the real, real short of it is, is, is taking the, the building that you buy and driving, forcing appreciation to, you know, doubling your money, let's say, in, in five years or maybe more in, in the past 10 years. That was kind of easy to do with valuation skyrocketing. Now it's a lot harder, but it's tremendous attention to detail. You know, KPIs, you're, you're monitoring everything. How many units are available? How many units are getting rehab? Where are you bringing your rent to? Following a business plan. Mm, okay. 
you're coming up with a rehab plan and making sure everything everything is getting done. It's trust, but verify, you know? And a lot of people just trust and they do not verify and then they get into hot water. So you wanna be ahead of the game and pushing for progress every single month. You need to be improving upon the last month. Yeah, and so you have, you have various team members that, uh, you know, obviously you're hiring third-party, uh, you know, services and, and all kinds of stuff like that. So that's kind of your, your role, like overseeing those third-party, like whether it be insurance or, you know, water, what have you. Yeah, contractors, our third-party property management team, you know, we have our weekly calls and we're constantly monitoring and pushing them on, on, a, on a weekly basis to get the returns, the results that we want. And we hold them accountable and, and we work with them. And if they... Um, we are, you know, try to be sol- solutions oriented. So if there's a problem, it's not, there's never a blame, you know, let's try to figure out what, where's the, where's the bottleneck, where's the problem, let's fix mm-hmm. it together and celebrate our wins. All right. What are you seeing as your biggest challenges right now? You know, for, for one of the properties we bought in November, when COVID hit, we were just starting our, our, our renovation plan. So there was still a lot of work to be done. So you know, there are tenants, you know, the previous owners, you know, stuff some tenants in there and, and obviously you, you can't evict and you don't, you don't want to evict anyone during, during COVID. So it's working through the business plan, being a little bit more patient mm-hmm. and knowing that you've done all the right things. It's just going to take a little bit longer to get there. And, and we're seeing the results. We're getting some rents above our pro forma, but is it smooth sailing? Absolutely not. I mean, we've had up security. Mm-hmm. You're not getting the late fees and whatnot that really help push income to, you know, another level. So you're just, you're just working with that. You're being patient, being empathetic, you know, right. so uh, you'll, you'll get there. It's a long-term investment, you know? Sure. Obviously. And, and, you know, dealing with challenges like a pandemic is something no one could have foreseen. And, yeah. you know, everyone, everyone's definitely challenged in different ways. So that's why I was just curious if there's anything specific that you guys were you know, we're battling through with, with your properties, but it sounds like, you know, pretty, you know, pretty similar to what I've heard from a lot of folks. All right. That's awesome. So, you know, I'd love to just pick your brain about this asset management summit. You know, obviously a lot of people are are doing virtual stuff right now and trying to do virtual meetups. And we have a virtual, we started a weekly virtual meetup also with a real estate connection. So we bring in, you know, a speaker and do this networking stuff. And I think, a lot of people are, are moving towards that as not just a temporary solution, but as kind of a long-term permanent, kind of, this is the new reality. Let's try to see how we can do that. So I assume you guys came up with this idea after this whole pandemic came about, or was it something you actually came up beforehand? You know, we were actually talking about it before the pandemic. We wanted to do it live in the fall and when COVID came out, we kind of pushed uh, a pause on that. And then we're like, well, why? This is a need. This will provide a valuable service to people. So let's go for it. Let's make it virtual. And we'll try to do it live in the spring next year. So we got, you know, some great, great speakers. Obviously, you're going to be involved. So we really appreciate that. Neil Bawa, Brad Sumrock, Joe Fairless, Brian Chavis. The list goes on and on. And so we just want to provide an educational platform for people to, to be better operators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, 
like you said, it's, it's like running the business, okay? And if you don't know how to run the business, so I guess here's an opportunity, right? The Asset Management Summit, right? This September, we're going to put a link down in the show notes. Anyone can check that out. But what you guys are doing is really providing a, a platform, right? For people to learn and, and educate themselves, which we all need to continually educate ourselves. Even if you're a good business person, right? You always want to be learning more. And I know even for myself, like we have, you know, cost segregation, we're the biggest cost segregation company in the country, right? And, and I know a lot. I probably know more than 99% of CPAs out there about the thing, but we have, if not monthly or, or twice a month, bi-monthly kind of seminars from the CPAs on our team, just reviewing stuff and, and new things that are coming out and, and different ways of looking at things. And, you know, everyone kind of talks amongst each other, what are some challenges, you know? And so, you got to sharpen your saw, right? That's what it's all about. It's not about knowing what you know. It's about continually learning and sharpening what you know and getting better. Absolutely. And, and, and almost it's like for selfishly for me, like I'm going to learn from all these <laughs> you know, other people learn, you know, take a couple of tidbits from each person. So that's a great opportunity and, it, and it's free for everyone. So that's why I'm excited. We're going to have a lot of sponsors that help underwrite the, the event. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll and hopefully get this thing live uh, next next spring, so we can have that you know, a lot a lot more um, networking, which is so important. And we'll, sure. we'll we'll build in a lot of that networking component within our virtual summit because that that's so important. It's that's where you meet your future partners, and that's where I met you know Kyle, who I've been partnering with at a meetup a year and a half ago. You know, we attended the same meetup and you know, developed a relationship. Hey, I'm going out to Phoenix. He's going out to Phoenix. Let's go together. And after a couple of 18 hour days going out there, looking at properties all day long, you develop a relationship and trust that, Hey, this person has the same values that I have the same work ethic. You know, let's, let's see if it makes sense. Yeah. That's awesome. I see this time and time again, you know, people, you go to the meetups and, and you meet people. And I think there's still a certain amount of that that still can be had on the virtual plain as well. Although, you know, less, less or so, cause you, you don't really, you're not spending that amount of time with people. You're not, you know, taking it off. It's, it's what, what we can do right now, you know, so we're kind of making the best of what we can do with. So that's pretty cool. I want to jump right into the final four, Gary. So, so let's just hit it up. All right. What is the worst job that you ever had? You know, I guess it was uh, one summer during my college years, Early on, I worked at an accounting office for a little bit and, and I'm good with numbers and I like numbers, but numbers for numbers sake, I hated it. I hate it. If, if you're telling me solve a problem or figure out how to improve something, I love that. But just to go through the numbers that, I, and, and it was like punch in a nine out of five, that's not me. I, I never really worked for anyone in my life because I wanted that excitement to control my own destiny, even though I would never get a, a legitimate paycheck. It was, that was, that worked for me of, of having, be able, able to work for myself, you know? Yeah. And so I think that that's pretty cool that you could learn that so quickly and kind of knew right away, right? You, you felt that at that job. So that's very good. What's a book you've read that's given you a paradigm shift? So uh, the Oz principle, and this was a book I, I read a while ago, and it, and it takes The Wizard of Oz and talks about uh, accountability and culture management. And that really helped me 
when I was building this huge team at my old business of changing the mindset with everyone because years ago, it really bothered me. I was working at a restaurant and I was in charge of ice, but I was in the back corner and someone came that had a station right by the ice machine to tell me to go get ice for them. I'm like, that, that seems like ridiculous. By the time you walked to me, you could have done it twice. And this book was able to like put it into words of what I was feeling at that time and, and my struggle of getting people to work together and be accountable and zero blame. And, mm. and it's a really good read. Okay. Check that out. The, Oz, the first time I'm hearing of it. So the Oz Principle. Yep. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely have to check that one out. I'm, I'm getting so many awesome book suggestions from, <laughs> uh, from the guests on this show. It's so cool. I love it because, you know, it's funny because believe it or not, probably half the people mention Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but the other half are just books I've never heard of. So that's, that's really cool. And I, I love to read and I've done, you know, a ton of reading, but always good to hear new ones. So Oz Principle, it is. Third question is what's a skill or talent you would like to learn? You know, I mean, I'd love to learn how to play guitar or the drums. And I say that, and if I really wanted to, I, should, I would do it, quite <laughs> that's, honestly. That's I, why I asked the question. <laughs> that's why <laughs> I want to empower people to like think out loud and like, hey, I can do that. <laughs> right. Well, that's well, cool. I mean, now, now I feel like you're going to, you know, you're going to call me on it. <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to ask you to ask you to join my band, you know, we'll see. <laughs> The fourth and final question is, what does success mean to you? Well, it means flexibility. It means the ability to, to travel when I want. I don't mind working hard, but, you know, I can wake up super early and get some stuff done and then go for a hike with my kids and then come back to work or work at, work at night. But it, it's having that flexibility to do what I want when I want. That's what success is, not to be grinding for someone else, you know, day in and day out. That, that's tough. Absolutely. Beautiful. So besides for the apartment summit, virtual apartment summit, how can people reach you? Where can people find you? Yeah, and that, that website is amsummit2020.com, and people can reach out to me on social media. I love to connect. My email is glipsky at aptcapitalgroup.com and Lipsky is L-I-P-S-K-Y. Yeah, and we'll put that down if anyone wants to actually check that out the show notes. I don't know if people actually read the show notes, but I put it there because it's, <laughs> it's convenient. And if you actually click on the little information icon, you can find so many resources in there at your fingertips. So check it out and check out Gary. And thank you again for coming. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. It's always nice, nice chatting with you and running into you at networking events and stuff. And hopefully we can do it again soon. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, pleasure. And to all our listeners, thank you for joining once again. This is, it's always fun to have you guys along for the ride with me and conversations with my friends. And again, you know, just remember the best advice comes only when you ask. Real quick, I have one question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask you a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message to the whole world is that if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this podcast is out on is that you like my stuff and I'm doing something right. So take a few seconds out of your day, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating or review. I would be extremely grateful. 
Also, I want to hear from you guys. So I want to hear some feedback. If you have any questions for future episodes, please find me on LinkedIn, send me a DM, a connection request, Yona Weiss, and I'd love to hear from you.